Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As everybody knows, my name, of course, is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, the Dallas Cowboys have won the NFC East. Now, first things first, I got to take some massive responsibility. Because when the Cowboys went on that very, very painful two-game losing streak against Buffalo and Miami... I felt for sure that Dallas's hopes of winning the division were quite dead in the water. As a matter of fact, I'll never forget exactly how I phrased it. Sunk quicker than the freaking Titanic. Well, I was definitely wrong. Because apparently the Eagles decided not to get the job done, while several other teams decided to grant Dallas the ultimate favor. Not once, not twice, but apparently not even three times. The Seahawks did the Cowboys a favor. Last week, of course, the Cardinals did. And today, the New York Giants did. Well, those, uh, those at least another time. Well, as far as the Eagles uh, go, uh, well, there's definitely a verdict for that in the future. But because the Eagles are in the playoffs, it's not the right time to do a verdict. Especially if we're talking about an Eagles collapse. Because, again, the Eagles are still in the playoffs. But I understand that there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, unfortunate set of circumstances from what I understand, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And uh, as, as far as tonight goes, aside from this Cowboys episode, there will be two verdicts I will be working on. As a matter of fact, for those of you that have been uh, tuning in my YouTube channel, the sports verdicts, it's going to be a thing that's going to happen way more often, let me tell you. Anyway, so the Cowboys win the NFC East thanks to a good win, and it must need a win um, on the road against Washington. I almost said at home, but no, it's not at home. Well, <laughs> well, if you're the new, if you're the Giants, you know, just imagine the fact of the matter is, if the Cowboys had lost to Washington, but the Giants still got the job done, the Cowboys would still have won the division. Well, that would have been another verdict because I would have said the Giants did it for the Cowboys, and that's something that is quite unimaginable. Why would the Giants do the Cowboys such a favor? Hmm. Anyway. So the Cowboys have won the NFC East. But now we're going to get straight to the point because, look, this is far more important than just simply recapping what we saw against Washington. But I will say a couple things. The 38-10 win is great. Unfortunately, Brandon Aubrey's streak came to an unfortunate end. It was blocked, and then he actually missed one. He actually hit the upright. Mm. But he, he did manage to actually make a field goal from 50 yards. So Brandon Aubrey went back on the positive streak. A couple of times, now there were a couple of mistakes, uh, Brand, uh, Dak Prescott's interception was tipped like that, now that was certainly not on Prescott, but Prescott totally redeemed himself after that, so, well, even though uh, the whole point of this was not really to talk about, talk about the re uh, recap or the stats, well, there's a couple of things I, I should mention, the Cowboys' third straight season of winning 12 games, that did happen back in the 90s, only difference is the Cowboys were winning Super Bowls, so from this one, uh, well... As I do this episode now, I uh, now we all know that by the time this episode's out, though this episode will be published on Black Monday, so I'm pretty sure that by the time this episode's out, there'll be a couple of firings, which of course more verdicts for me to work on. But verdicts is another thing. So I would imagine that Ron Rivera at this point, well, he's finished, and that would not be be no surprise. Now, actually, by the time this particular episode's published. Uh, this will probably be published after the Rivera firing, so just giving everybody a heads up. My schedule as far as posting stuff is a little bit unpredictable. 
Well, I shouldn't say a little bit. I think it is really unpredictable. But, again, I, I'm pretty sure by the time this is out, well, Rivera will certainly be given the boot. Um, and at that point, that's nothing surprising. But, but that Prescott, you know, 31 for 36, 279 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception. CeeDee Lamb, of course, had, had another tremendous game, which is not surprising. At one point, the Washington Commanders did, in fact, have the lead. That was actually late in the second uh, quarter. And then, after that, it was just Dallas destruction. Dallas did not let up, and Washington had no answer whatsoever. And Washington got embarrassed. And check this out. The Cowboys prevented the Washington Commanders from amassing 200 yards of total offense. So the Cowboys sweep the Washington Commanders. Now, it's, it's interesting that a year, a year prior of this one, when Sam Howell made his first start for the for the Washington Commanders, I almost said Redskins, jeez. But, you know, some people, they're still the Washington Redskins. But Sam Howell made his NFL debut against the Cowboys and actually pulled off an upset win. So, unfortunately, this time it was the total opposite. The Cowboys uh, took control, and that was it. Hmm. Now, uh, well, as far as I said, yep, the NFC East belongs to Dallas, but... Uh, so the Cowboys won the NFC East... But as luck would have it, who do the Cowboys have to play in the wildcard round at home? Mm-hmm. The Green Bay Packers. You know, just recently I did a, a verdict on the possibility of the Cowboys playing the Rams in the, in, the, in the wild card. If by some freak of luck, if the Cowboys manage to get past the Packers, well, it could, it could be the Rams versus the Cowboys in the NFC Championship if both teams make it that far. The Rams will be playing the Detroit Lions. Now, the Rams are the sixth seed. While the Detroit Lions are the third seed. Now the number one seed of the NFC is of course San Francisco. So from the looks of it, the Rams versus Detroit. The winner of that one looks that will be playing San Francisco. So it'll be interesting to see the Rams and the, the San Francisco 49ers in, in the divisional round. Uh, of course the LA Rams, uh, my business partner and, w and one of my good friends uh, who's, who I've been working with for so long now. It's, it's honestly been, it's been about four years, it's been about four or five years, but it seems like it's been an eternity and it has been a blessing. But Darnell, aka the Playmaker, who as everybody knows is a strong supporter, a diehard fan of the Los Angeles Rams. He's been a fan since even before they went, since back when they were in St. Louis. He's been a fan of the Rams since I believe 1998, if I'm correct. Anyway. So, the Cowboys playing the Packers. Now, I would imagine if the Cowboys managed to make it past the Packers, they would be playing the winner of the game between Philadelphia and Tampa Bay, which, of course, is going to take place at Raymond James Stadium. Now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did, in fact, secure the NFC South today when they beat the Carolina Panthers in what was quite a... Uh, I, think, I, I think I want to say a bit of an uh, unprecedented... Well, you know what? I think I just botched that word. These unprecedented. There we go. These an unprecedented game. I have a hard time. You know, I always butcher that word, but... Uh, but, you know, for Tampa in the fourth seed and Philadelphia in the fifth seed, it'll be interesting how that one goes, but... But listen, the Cowboys have just not had any luck with the Packers. I mean, I understand this is the post-Aaron Rodgers era, but that honestly makes very little to no difference. The Green Bay Packers at one point... Well... That, that the story says for itself in the regular season. Now, unfortunately, the Chicago Bears could not get the job done, but should we be surprised? I mean, do the Bears actually go to Lambeau Field and actually beat the Packers? <laughs> I'll never forget how Justin Fields mentioned that there's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football. <laughs> Those were his words. But 
Sports you know, speaking of uh, J Justin Fields, now you got to ask yourself, are the Bears done with him? But, you know, that's another story for another time. And, of course, you know, that gives me this certain idea for my YouTube program called The Sports Verdicts. And here we go once again mentioning the damn verdicts. Well, this is about Cowboys talk, for God's sake. <laughs> anyway, so, listen, I, I'm not going to mince words. Now, I'm pretty sure that members of Cowboys Nation who, who listen to this show... <laughs> They're probably already saying, here we go. Once again, Alex immediately starting with his hate on, and then his burying of the team. Look, listen, again, I don't, I'm not going to mince words, okay? Playing the Green Bay Packers is not something that that, that Cowboys Nation would have wanted. Look, and I understand Aaron Rodgers is not there, but you know what? Again, this is the Green Bay Packers, okay? The Green Bay Packers are just capable of it. It seems that no matter what the scenario... The Cowboys never seem to get it done against the Green Bay Packers. And especially when the Cowboys are the, t are the high seed while the Packers come in as a low seed. I mean, for God's sake, wh what happened several years ago? Huh. I mean, Jared Cook making that catch? Yeah. Of course, Des Bryant with, 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 Des Bryant with that call? Yeah. But that's the playoffs, but still. Yeah, you know, this is the playoffs. What am I saying? All of a sudden, my mind goes blank. I forget this is the damn playoffs we're talking about here. <sighs> The Green Bay Packers have had the Cowboys' number for a long time. We remember Aaron Rodgers' record against the freaking Cowboys. What is it, 9-1? and one? Huh. Well, actually, no. You know what? I think it's more than that. Now, from a certain time. Now, I remember in, in 2008, back in 2008 when Aaron Rodgers, this was Aaron Rodgers' first season as the Packers' starting quarterback, they did lose to the Cowboys. And then I think the next time they lost him in the regular season was in 2016 which was at Lambeau Field. So, no, it, go, it, it goes beyond that. So, I, so, if I'm correct, so it was in 2008, and then the Packers won in 2009, 2010, when, they, when the Cowboys destroyed, got, Cowboys got destroyed and Wade Phillips got fired the next day. Then there was 2013 when, uh, well, actually, Brett Rogers didn't play that game. It was Matt Flynn. The Cowboys blew that 26-3 lead. But still, and then you go to 2014 in the playoffs, and then 2015 in the regular season, 2016 in the playoffs again, 2017 in the regular season. And then 2019. And then 2022. Yeah. Kind of remember that one right there, but... Look, the Cowboys have home field advantage, but several years ago, the last time in the playoffs, <laughs> that, didn't seem, that didn't seem to bother the Packers at, at all. And the last time the Packers played the Cowboys at ATT Stadium, which was in 2019, the Packers with ease got the job done. Now, it was a 34-24 final result, but still, the Packers just had no problems whatsoever. Huh. But again, this is now a different era because Jordan Love is under center. But Jordan Love has been putting up some results. Jordan Love better not be underestimated, but the causes for concern as far as the Cowboys go is the offensive line and the defense. Make no mistake, the Cowboys defense got torched a few times by Washington. Certainly got torched several times against Detroit. There's some problems on the defense for the Cowboys, but there's also problems with the offensive line. Zach Martin didn't play today. Tyrants, I mean, as far as Tyron Smith goes, I mean, Tyron Smith not playing, I mean, that's nothing new, but Zach Martin not playing is big. So we're going to need Zach Martin back against the, against the Packers. Now, the Cowboys' passing game is certainly something to be exciting, but Dak Prescott sometimes struggles with his mechanics. I mean, the biggest problem with Dak Prescott is inconsistency and sometimes the unfortunate habit of trying to be the hero, and it backfires more often than not. Listen, the Cowboys can win this game. They can win this game, but the question is, will they be able to? 
Are the Cowboys honestly on upset alert against the Packers? Honestly, yes, I think so. And quite frankly, the Cowboys should be on upset alert. And look, I understand Cowboys Nation is already... I mean, they hate me enough as it is, but now I think I just took it to a whole new level. Look, this is not about trolling or whatever with Cowboys Nation. This is just me keeping it real. Look, again, look at the freaking history. The Packers have always found a way to upset the Cowboys, whether it be in the playoffs or the regular season. The bottom line is the Packers always find a way. Now the Cowboys have to find a way. I mean, for God's sake, there's a freaking winning streak at a home that's on the line. And if the Cowboys, to be 12 wins and once again crap the bet in the, in, the, in the first round, like they did two years ago against San Francisco, let me tell you this right off the bat. If the Cowboys do shit the bed, well, then I expect Mike McCarthy to be given the boot the next day. Not only Mike McCarthy, but I would expect the offensive coordinator to follow suit. I don't know who else will be fired as well. Some would say if, if the Cowboys' defense got torched, some would say that Dan Quinn should go too. Honestly, I don't think Dan Quinn's going anywhere. At least not, not, not by getting fired. If Dan Quinn, in his current status, if Dan Quinn were to leave the team, it's because he, took, he takes a job elsewhere. Now, several times, I mean, he's been interviewed and he's had opportunities to, to leave the team, but he's, he's turned them all down. Some would say, well, he's, he's been turning down offers, you know, for the last couple of years. He's only going to do it again, but you never know. Sometimes a certain individual like a defensive or offensive coordinator or whatever, they'll turn down an opportunity because they feel that it's not the right time. And sometimes that, that's the case. It's not the right time, but then after a certain amount of time, then things change. Circumstances change. So as far as Dan Quinn's future with the Cowboys, it's unknown But whether he gets fired or whether he just leaves to take a job elsewhere. But regardless, of the, regardless right now, look, if Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy's job should be like, I mean, uh, right now I'm kind of getting the, the whole thing confused, but the bottom line is, if the Cowboys shit the bed in the first round, which is with the, which is the, there is a chance that will happen, Mike McCarthy needs to go. Now you ask yourself, if Mike McCarthy's fired, then who's the guy to take over? Now that's another story for another time, but I honestly believe that it wouldn't surprise me if Dan Quinn was approached and offered the position to be the head coach. But again, that's another story for another time. We gotta wait. We gotta wait and see what happens. Because I'm firm on the fact that. If the Cowboys shit the bed in the wild card, Mike McCarthy has to go. There's got to be... It's going to be a time for a change. It's going to be time for numerous changes, honestly. But it's just its just sad that, you know, you go from, you know, getting rid of Kellen Moore, and, of course, you know, that whole thing with the charges going on with Kellen Moore. I mean, some would say nothing has changed over there as far as Kellen Moore goes. I mean, you go from firing Kellen Moore, you make Mike McCarthy the play caller, you put in a new guy as offensive coordinator. I mean, you know, who knows what Jerry Jones is going to do? I mean, whether it's Jerry Jones or Stephen Jones, but... Listen, the bottom line is, despite the fact that I've just been rambling here, probably some would say I've been rambling incoherently for absolutely no reason, but... <laughs> uh, but the bottom line is, look, is this. The Packers cannot, and I repeat, cannot be underestimated. What? Because last time the Cowboys, the Cowboys several years ago in the playoffs, you know, in, in the 2016, yeah, the Cowboys were heavily favored, and the Packers pulled off the upset. I mean, again, Rodgers to Jared Cook. I mean, do I have to remind everybody? But again, people say, well, that that was that was doing Aaron Rodgers. It's it's not like that anymore. But still, the bottom line is the Cowboys underestimated the Packers, and the Packers made them pay for it. And, and another thing, the Packers under the Packers were underestimated, and the Packers showed to the world this is what happens when you when you underestimate us. So, so right now, well, 
this is this is the cards the Cowboys have been dealt with, and the Cowboys got to basically say, well, this is our chance to prove ourselves. Because again, the Cowboys are the second seed, while the Packers are the seventh. I mean, the Cow the Cowboys are taking on the lowest seed in the NFC, so it would be catastrophic for the Cowboys to shit the bed. But it could have very well happen. So, you know, on on obviously on paper the Cowboys should win them, but this is on paper. I mean, it you you could I mean when when it's on paper. It's all just a bunch of theories whether they're realistic or not. The bottom line is, what's on paper is just merely, you know, it, it's not reality. It's on paper because we need real. We're talking about reality. And reality is the Packers are capable of pulling off the upset. And right now, honestly, there's a good chance that they will. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not saying the Packers are going to destroy them. I mean, that could happen too. But right now, the point, the point of this is, is this. This is the point again. The Packers are just not to be underestimated. And I'm sure I've repeated this like 10 times already, but you know I have to make it more clear than ever. The Packers cannot, cannot be underestimated, underestimated. Because if the Cowboys make that mistake, well, the Packers are going to make them pay for it again. And it's going to be another dark stain on the jersey. Yeah, and there's too many of them already. The Cowboys have not made the NFC Championship since 1995. 1995. That's close to 30 years, y'all. That is close to 30 freaking years. <laughs> it's embarrassing enough. So the Cowboys need to practice hard this week. They got to understand. The defense needs to be ready. The offensive line needs to be ready. And they need to be good to go. The Cowboys need to get the damn job done. They need to get the jo damn job done. And it's not going to be easy. And it's not supposed to be easy. Especially with the Packers. Whether it's Aaron Rodgers or not, I don't care. And honestly, it's not going to make much of a difference. It's the freaking Packers. The Packers have always found a way to get it done. The Cowboys have not. So the Cowboys need to be ready. The Packers will be coming in for everything that the Cowboys have. have. The Packers, honestly, what have they got to lose? What do they got? What, what do they have to lose, right? The Cowboys, 12, a 12-win 12 team against a 9-win team. 12 and 5 versus 9 and 8. The Cowboys lose to the lowest seed in the NFC. That's freaking embarrassing and it's flat out unacceptable. So once again, if that happens, Mike McCarthy needs to be fired. And not only Mike McCarthy, there's going to be need to be some must-made changes big time. So once again, Cowboys, get the freaking job done. Do not underestimate the Packers because one more thing, a lot of times we've said the Cowboys can basically easily beat a horrible team, but against a good team, it's a different story. Now you're going to get a team that has a 500 record, but the lowest seed in the NFC, the lowest seed in the conference. There's no excuse. There's no room for error. The Packers are capable of pulling off the upset. There's a good chance that they will, but it's up to the Cowboys to prove that they're not going to let it happen. Because again, the Packers have nothing to lose. They are coming for Everything, and I mean everything that, everything that Dallas has, and guess what? The Packers are not afraid. If anything, they are hungry for this kind of challenge. In fact, they thrived on the fact that they are considered the massive underdogs because they've been in this situation before, and guess what? They have pulled through. This is nothing new to the Packers. Again, they thrive on the fact that they are considered the underdogs. They basically, it makes no difference to them. And the fact that they're underdogs and they're told that they're under the, the underdogs, they're only motivated. And then when they find a way, they basically tell the they basically flip the bird to the critics. They tell the critics, well, 
Who's your daddy now? I'm pretty sure they'll be saying that to the, they could be saying that to the Cowboys, but it's up to the Cowboys to make sure that they get the, that they, they that this doesn't happen. If the Cowboys want to move on to the next round, it's up to them to make it happen. The Cowboys have to get the damn job done. There is no room for error, no fun in games. It's time to be serious. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. So please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you will not be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one, and God bless.